Save up to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services. Conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. For the jazz young phenom Donovan Mitchell, the most common comparison has been one to future Hall of Famer Dwayne Wade. And in Miami last week, they went head-to-head on the final play. Shot clock is off. Dwayne Wade in the front court. Bouncing. Let's go heat. Wade guarded by Donovan. Crosses over. Gets in the lane. Sees Gobert. Layup no. Late whistle and a foul. Late, late whistle and a foul. Corver running toward the ball. Mitchell catches. Mitchell shoots. A three no. And the ball game is over. What a play. What a great play. Donovan Mitchell had a great look. The veteran Wade in his final season got the best of Donovan on that night. And tonight he plays his final game in Salt Lake City. Wade finds James! Grab that and put it under your Christmas tree. Wade looking for the return to LeBron! And tonight, Donovan looks to come out with the W against his mentor. Lob to Donovan Mitchell. Oh, he took it with a right hand in the midair, and then he popped it and hammered. Oh, Donovan. Oh, wow. From downtown Salt Lake City, it's the Jazz and the Heat. Tip-off is now. David, what to look for tonight is it's more of a half-court game because Miami doesn't want to play fast, and I get the feeling that the Jazz are going to play that way there as well. Jazz early in that game in Miami were brilliant. They, As Quinn Snyder said in their coaches show, moved the ball, got to the rim as Ingles drives here, flares it up top to the wing to Crowder. Top to Rubio. Rubio terminates the dribble, gives to Gobert, comes back to get it with a right-hand pull-up, now fires it over to Ingles for an open three. Everybody touches, everybody gets open, and Joe buries the three. Well, everybody, you're absolutely right about everybody touching the basketball, and that's the kind of movement, David, that will get those shots that you want, uncontested. Firing a three here is Johnson for the Heat. These are not the most recognizable names to you, so I will do the best I can to try to explain to you who everybody is. Ingles gets another look. This one swirls out. Joe has not gotten threes the last two games, so he actually just finally passed Brian Russell into third all-time on the Utah Jazz list. We've been waiting three nights to tell you that. Almost forgot when he finally did it. Now he's, what, 140-something behind Gordon? Yep, Bam out of Bayou. Misses the mid-ranger. He's playing in place of Hassan Whiteside. Crowder, wide open three in transition. Too hard off the handle. Long rebound. Donovan takes it away, then drives it out of Bayou. Left-hander at the rim, and he scored it. Nice move for Donovan Mitchell. A surprise. He challenged that at the rim, but he goes up. Look at the left hand, David. That is some we talk work. about that left hand on the left side of the floor. Tyler Johnson, another Fresno State product. We saw one the other night. Goes down low to out of Bayou. It's blocked by and knocked away by Crowder and out of bounds off out of Bayou. All right, let me see if we can set who these guys are for you. Bam Adebayo is out of Kentucky, 14th pick of the draft, so pretty talented. He's very much a major piece of their future and a great, great floor runner. We'll try to give you who some of these other guys are as well as they're not your usual players. Donovan driving, stopping on the left foot, then tur- twirls around for an eight-foot jump shot, no good. Rebound out of bounds off the Jazz. The starting point guard tonight is... Tyler Johnson, He'll, he actually plays a little off-ball, too. He's out of Fresno State, left-hander, really good athlete, incredible life story. His mom, a Marine, so tip our hat 
to her. Josh Richardson, who has it here on the left side, is their all is their leading scorer. He played at Tennessee, was a second-round draft pick. Takes about seven threes a game. Johnson driving in the lane, and he traveled. Their other starters are Rodney Magruder, who's out of K-State, so that makes Bowler happy. He got cut by both Golden State and Boston, then went to Hungary and ended up playing for Frank Martin at K-State. And then the final starter is James Johnson, who's on his sixth team, really found himself, was an elite athlete at Wake Forest, top 15 pick as well. Here's Ingles, bouncing to Gobert, wide open, slam dunk, and the Jazz are up 7-0. Now, you named a couple of those players in, in Tyler Johnson out of Fresno State, and you got Rodney Magruder. Undrafted players, that's, that's two of four that they have on this team. Richardson, left corner, shot no good, rebound Rubio, outlet to Ingles. Top to Crowder. Back up to Ingles on the right side. Out of Bayou guarding him. The Jazz then get them to switch out of Bayou onto Crowder. Crowder goes in the in-out right-hand dribble. Tries to step back. No window. Six on the shot clock. Ingles working at his own pace. Drives. Big step. Hangs. Hesitates. Scores. 9-0 Utah. Eric Spolster's got the Jazz right where he wants them. Wait. Well, we were up 19. They went on a 21-0 run last time we played them. So let's see if we can avoid that this time. Jazz lead it 9-0 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Quinn Snyder. We've got to be not just a solid, but a very good defensive team. And I think for that to become, you know, the most important thing, you know, every time we step on the court and, you know, at the beginning of every quarter, and, you know, we've just got to be focused on that, that goal. Eric Spolstra. Both organizations have a commitment to defense, and there's just a great respect both ways for how they play. They're extremely well coached, well drilled. They have players that have bought into that team concept, and we hope we have uh, a similar type of thing. Eric Spolstra, Quinn Snyder, two very bright young men coaching their teams. Probably a little less young because they're coaching. Here's Magruder, who had a very good start to the season, has quieted down a bit recently. Driving hard at Donovan, puts a little floater up, no good. Donovan with some nice defense, grabs the rebound on the push with the Jazz leading 9-0. Tricky bounce pass across to Ricky. Ricky drives with the right hand into Johnson and draws the foul. Wow, what a pass by Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert was sprinting the floor. Donovan took the ball over his head and threw a two-hand bounce pass right behind Rudy Gobert to Ricky Rubio in the corner. It was tricky to Ricky, but Ricky got fouled on the way. What a, that, that was one great pass there. I was surprised it got through there. and was right into the pocket there, Rudy, Ricky, where he can shoot it. But the Heat did a great job of closing out on that and kept him from shooting a three-point shot. Rubio misses the second free throw, 10-0. Jazz up 10-0. Magruder comes to the front court. Passes out to the wing to James Johnson. He played his college ball at Wake Forest and then originally drafted by Chicago. Bounced around a little bit before going to Miami. Foul here. So the main scorer for this team right now is Josh Richardson at 19 points a game. They, they come in, though. If you keep them in the half court, Miami is 29th in the NBA in half court offense. You got, so in other words, keep them in the half court. You know the best way to keep someone in the half court is? Score. Score. Absolutely. Richardson leaving. Gobert comes out with him. Out of Bayou's deep in the post. Nice job by Joe Ingles. Richardson drives at Gobert. He alters the shot, misses. Rebound Rudy. Josh Richardson 
He is really scuffling. He's been their leading scorer, and the burden's becoming a lot. Rubio bypasses a three. They got a mismatch. Rubio gives it off to Crowder. Crowder will take a step back three. Got it. 13-0 Utah. And we start wondering in the record books what the all-time Jazz start is. I don't have that anywhere. I wonder what it is. James Johnson driving. Reverse corkscrew layup up over Donovan Mitchell and it. So 13-0 will be the start for tonight. I want to go into the Jazz record book and find that out tonight. Or tomorrow. Ricky Rubio works to the left side of the floor. Ingles comes around on a curl, catches the elbow, lobs to Rudy, catches it, comes down to collect himself, and then dunks. That's dunk number two of the night for one Rudy Gobert. And he is second in the league in slam dunks, trailing Giannis Antetokounmpo. Both are on record-setting paces. Tyler Johnson drives, doesn't want to take the shot in the lane. Teams are not shooting in the restricted area against the Jazz when Rudy's on the floor this year. Johnson working, goes up, misses the little eight-footer, rebound comes down to Crowder. Jazz up 15-2. Rubio on the early run. Tries to split the defense. Gets it knocked away by Richardson. 50-50 ball is knocked away and picked up by Crowder. And then he's fouled. Well, two things jumped out to me in shoot-around today, Ron. One was the discussion of 50-50 balls. Where Johnny Bryant really said you've got to get 50-50 balls against these guys. As Dwayne Wade comes in and the Utah Jazz crowd always so knowledgeable comes to their feet. A standing ovation. Dwayne Wade's 27th game of his NBA career against the Utah Jazz. Kyle Korver, same draft class as Wade, takes a shot from the top of the key. Thompson's up and in. Wade in his career has played 14 games here in Utah. He's 7-7. Wade bounces it back to Olenek, who gave the Jazz fits the other night. Olenek, pushing off on Donovan, goes to the basket and scores. Wade's I like him. He's a tough kid. He is a tough guy. And he, Father was a coach. Some people think he's just not fast enough, Ron. That's the criticism of him. He's just not athletic enough. But, boy, he does a lot of things. Donovan working off a Rudy pick. First right to left, then left to right. Clears himself into the mid-range, pulls up and hits. And if you know how to use what you have, then Joe Ingles is definitely not fast enough. Richardson passes it down low, but it's stolen by Gobert. Read the play before it happened. That's the second thing that shoot-around jumped out to me. I haven't gotten to it yet. Crowder, he'll take another three. He'll hit another three. It's 22-4 to Utah. And a timeout called by Eric Spolstra. What a start for the Utah Jazz. A 22-4 to beginning against the Miami Heat on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now, get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Two to four. 547 left here in the first quarter. The Utah Jazz lead it over the Miami Heat. Dwayne Wade making his final appearance. For the, in his 27th game ever against the Jazz. His best game ever. March 14th, 2009, that multiple overtime game, he had 50 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists on March 14th of 2009. Richardson 3 over Rubio is good here. Keith beat the Jazz in 3 overtimes that night, 140-129. to 129. Kyle Korver played for the Jazz in that game and had 25 points himself. Fun little memory lane there. 
Rubio driving, fakes the pass to Gobert, gets himself an open shot and hits it. Jazz are getting wherever they need to get on the floor right now. I mean, it hasn't been one possession there where they have not had something good. Wade drops a pass, has to save it back out to Olenek. Thurl Bailey is joining us. Olenek driving at favors with, on the floor with Gobert. Out to Winslow, left side three is good. And Justice Winslow is on fire right now. His last 10 games, he's shooting 50% from three. That's the shot they've been wondering if he would ever get in his career. He's got it over the last 10. Lob up to Favors. Catches underneath. Comes back to reverse side and scores over a Linux. Thurl, what are your... What, Dwayne, you're Dwayne Wade. What comes to mind? Oh, wow. Where do I start? Uh, I, you know, I, everybody knows about this game. I just think about being an ambassador to the game. Because I said upstairs, there aren't a ton of guys that I would pass that torch to. But uh, I think he's exemplified... You know, as a player and, and as a guy off the court, what you'd like the rep, the NBA to be represented by. Uh, I totally agree with that. And, and I know I read something about his memoir that he had. It had something to do with being a father and, and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it was one of the best sellers for a while. Corbett, right corner three, up and in. Two, they'll call it. The Wade actually went through a brutal... As Richardson fires a three, it rattles out a brutal custody case and actually was given full custody of his children. Yes. The name of that memoir was Father First, How My Life Became Bigger Than Basketball. Donovan misses, gets his own rebound, puts it back up and in. The backstory on Wade, one of the more remarkable life stories, too, is not been told, you know, been told many a time in a long time, but maybe forgotten by this generation as Miami comes down and misses. Here comes Rubio, goes around the back, hands to Corver, quick release, long two, two, no good. The Jazz lead it 30 to 10. You know, what's remarkable, he's, he's very productive now, even still when he's on the floor. Getting 26 minutes a game. Playing against LeBron the other night. What did he have, 15 and yeah. 10 assists, as a matter of fact. Jazz get another turnover. Rubio terminates, finds favors, second man three, gets fouled. So Wade, as a child, is living in the inner city, south side Chicago. And his mother was 18 years old and was on drugs and living in a gang environment was is four months old his parents separated and he's living in that environment he's you know whatever that environment might have been his older sister takes him via bus i told this story earlier realized i got it wrong she was eight ron yes eight years old she recognizes the environment as being unacceptable he, she takes her eight-year-old brother, gets on a bus, says we're going out to see da- our dad. She drops Dwayne Wade off with her father. She goes back at eight to take care of the mom or try to, as they've been living in the midst of a crack house and police raids and all sorts of things, and leaves Wade with his de- with her father. He's then raised in that environment, and then he ends up going to Jeff Hornacek's dad's high school out in Chicago. Ah, and then goes to Marquette. And the rest is history. Huh? Pretty incredible story and a tribute to his sister. Who? Oh, no kidding. Now, she was 12, right? I, actually, I just said she was 8. I said eight, 12 earlier eight? today. And yeah. 
Turns out I was wrong. Here's Winslow on a fast break off a of Jazz turnover, missing at the rim. Rebound Cephalosha. It's 32 to 10. Jazz lead it. Dante Exum in. How will Neto not available tonight? It's guys like that. You're just glad that they end up getting a championship. Jazz ran this play in practice today, and they split the pick and roll in the middle, and Dante gets to the rim, and he's fouled. By the way, just want to match up that story. Since then, in October of 2014, Dwayne Wade's mom basically, when Wade was a sophomore at Marquette, went and saw Wade. They had been reunited, but not very much. Promised him that she would stay sober for the rest of her life. She then unfortunately relapsed and went back to prison for 14 months, came out, and is now reunited with Dwayne. And they have very much a large part of his life after she was released in 2003. And since then, Dwayne Wade is remarried. Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union. 34 to 10 now. Thurl, you didn't know you were going to get all that Dwayne Wade history right there. Oh, I love it, though. Dante, reverse side layup, just comes up a bit short and falls off in Olympic rebounds. Dwayne Tyrone Wade Jr. 16th year. What a career. And he's got it on the left side. His pass down low is caught and fouled, on, or fouled as it was caught by... Jones Jr. Wade's best year, probably the 2008-2009 year, he led the NBA in scoring at 30 points a game. Someone was doing the Dwayne Wade, Donovan Mitchell thing today. I pointed out, well, that would mean Donovan should win the NCAA, take his team to the Final Four this year because Wade spent all four years at Marquette. Now his career points is 22 and a half points a ball game. Listen to this, 48% from the field in 16 years. And that's a great percentage. The rebounder, average five and a half assists again. Dwayne, Not, yep. He's the kind of guy that he really, I don't know if you can master this game, but when you see a guy out there who the game looks really slow to him, it's because he, you know, he's a, he, he's a good reader of the game. He knows what move to make at what time. He doesn't have to rush to get a shot off. And he can take the ball to the hoop when he wants to. And he's really one of those players that just calmly goes out and, and dominates. Has a pace to his game, doesn't he? Does. he has a certain pace, and he gets able to get where he wants to go. And just well, that's what you said, Ron, in regards to what Donovan should learn from him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Donovan... I think has the temperament to play at that pace and still be very effective. Here's what Donovan said today as Jones Jr. is at the line with the Jazz up 34 to 11. Here's what Donovan said today about when he started watching Dwayne Wade. It started during the pre-draft process for me, starting to watch more of him because I've heard the GMs when I had the interviews, they talk about that. And I'm like, Dwayne, I'm like, no, I want to be like Russell. Like, you know, Russell Russell, that's the guy who I watched. And I watched more and more Dwayne, and I got a better understanding of what was being said, whether it's the build or the, the way we play, the change of pace, the explosiveness, the height. Really, we, we were real similar in that way. So that's when I started to really break down and watch. Now, I, I know we just listened to... So let me, let me set up what just let me set up what just happened, then you can talk. Go ahead. <laughs> Jazz ran an offense play. Ingles threw a pass up top. Wade knocked it away. Loose ball going after it. Wade and Exum collide. 
And the foul was called on Dwayne Wade, not Dante Exum. Eric Spolster kind of overwhelmed by it. I, I am too. I, I thought Wade was had almost, he, he's trying to pick the ball up. And then, so who has the right of way? I don't have Whoever any. got to that spot first. Yeah, so, whoever get to so the spot first. So then they ruled that Dante, that Wade had lost control of the ball enough that Dante was there first? Yep. What do you think? Well, it doesn't matter. We'll take it. <laughs> 35 to 12 now. Dante at the line. Does he have a bloody lip? I don't think so. Looks like he's all right. They both collided hard. Jazz up 36 to 12. I thought it was interesting that Donovan said he wanted to be Russell. And then all the GMs and everyone he talked to is Jones gets a dunk and a beautiful pass from Wade. Told Donovan that, no, you're actually Dwayne Wade. You're not Russell Westbrook. I would rather have him be Dwayne Wade than Russell Westbrook. Absolutely. Yes. Why? Because Wayne Wade wins more. <laughs> Ingles driving, foul, and he'll get two free throws. I think Oklahoma City's really good. My only thing is whether Russ is going to hold him back, frankly. But I, I really think that <laughs> long term, I think Donovan, Dwayne Wade is probably someone he should he should watch quite a bit. The interesting one on Wade that I love is the shooting percentage spike the minute LeBron comes. Suddenly becomes a 52% shooter and a 55% shooter for seasons. Not for periods of, for seasons. Those teams were pretty darn good. 12-time All-Star, 3-time NBA champ. 8-time All-NBA. Joe Ingles free throws are good, and the Jazz lead at 37, or excuse me, splits them 37-14 to 14 with 41 seconds left. All right, third quarter, guys, I'm going to want your all-time shooting guards in the NBA. You already do it on TV tonight, Thurl? Yeah, Matt. Wade driving, draws the foul on O'Neal, Dwayne will go to the line. Well, Booner and I, we, we were talking upstairs because we heard Matt's picks, but we had to make sure we distinguished what that meant. It wasn't, it, it's it's by position, not necessarily guards that can shoot, correct? Correct. That's what, that's what Matt's story was, yes. And Matt says that Allen Iverson was a two guard, correct? That's what he said, yeah. And you guys agree with didn't, that? Didn't like that at all. No, I didn't think. I didn't he, think he was one of the better. He was a good two guard, but he's not a top five. Was he a two guard when if, he played? If, or was if he that point? was the position, he said. He said Eric Snow was the point guard, which he was. But I don't think he was the better. I don't think he would be in the top five best two guard. Let me make sure I'm perfectly clear on this. Well, I'm that never was one. Problem, that was one of the problems we had. I'm never one to back off an argument with Matt Harbring, but when he looks at me and says I played on that team, it really deflates my ability to disagree with him. Zephalosha <laughs> <laughs> baseline drive, kicks to Exum, top to Ingles, three on the shot clock, back to Dante, bypasses corner three, O'Neal, bang! What a quarter for the Utah Jazz, forty to fifteen. A tremendous, tremendous quarter for the Utah Jazz, and they lead 40 to 15. Thorough, we look forward to more third quarter conversation. Jazz hit 14 of 20 shots and add four threes on top on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. 
First Quarter Recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Baseline drive. Kicks to Exum. Top to Ingles. Three on the shot clock. Back to Dante. Bypasses. Corner three O'Neal. Bang! What a quarter for the Utah Jazz. 40 to 15. That is the score right now. That's your America First game summary. Jazz score 40 points in the first quarter and lead it 40 to 15. Wayne Wade spinning on Dante goes by Cephalosha and scores. Jazz scored 1.6 points every time they crossed half court tonight. Jazz went on the wrong side of a 21-0 run against Miami in Miami, so they need to stay sharp here as Ingles is fouled. Ron, a lot of people have asked questions about the Jazz. What's wrong with the Jazz at 13 and 15? And the first thing I point out is there are currently six teams in the NBA that are single-digit win teams. Zone defense for Miami here. You know how many games we've played against those teams? Zero. 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 We will play 22% of our games the rest of the way against those teams. Jazz turn it over. Foul Miami. There are nine teams in the NBA that are three or more games below 500. We're beginning to see the separation, right? You usually have 10 above, 10 middle, 10 below. So nine teams now have slid, and the really bad teams might mean that we don't have 10 bad teams. You know how many games we've played against those teams? Three or four? Two, Ron. One against Brooklyn, one against Miami, and tonight against Miami. As Wayne Ellington gets by Joe Ingles but misses the layup. Yeah, you play Wayne Ellington as a jump shooter, and what do you know? He puts the ball on the floor and goes to the basket. And then misses a wide open layup. Favors catches underneath on a beautiful pass from Ingles. He dunks 42-17. And we will play 33% of our remaining games against those teams. It's remarkable, and, and we've talked about this many, many times. 21st of the, we've not played half of our road games. Now, yep. we'll have a couple of home games in between then and the first of the Ellington, of January. Catch and shoot, corner three, no good. Rebound, O'Neal. But well, our first four games, the first of January, is on the road. O'Neal passes to Exum. They don't communicate. Goes out of bounds. Well, Ron, I did that research, too, because you pointed this out. And so... What I figured out on that is we will play our 21st road game in Portland in 65 days. Whoa. In the next 110 days, we'll play 20 road games. In our first 65 days, we're playing 21. In our next 110, we're playing 20. Wade spinning to the lane, misses the layup. Olenek grabs the rebound, goes back up, blocked by Favors. Here comes Dante with Corver on the far side. He chests to Sepulosa, gives to Ingles. Ingles floats up a left-hander, no. Favors grabs the offensive rebound, throws out to Dante, rotates to Ingles at the top. Guarded by Wade. Swing through and a foul on Wade. 42-17 is your score, Utah. So it means, what that really means, and the most important takeaway you can have from those numbers and that data, is if it snows in January, February, and March, I will be here to ski the powder. Oh, wait, that's not what the fans were thinking. Favors sliding through the lane, scoring at ease. I know, I know a lot, a lot of talk about the Jazz slow start and and why and you know and all those kind of things and, and you know scheduling had just been 
terrible. I mean, the, the league has not done the Jazz any favors. Except if the Jazz can hold on. You get a, maybe get the next two and be 500. Yeah. Olenek, shot from long range, no good. Rebound favors as Winslow goes to the ground. It's a five on four. Dante kicks. Corver, corner three. Got it. There are certain guarantees in life. Death, taxes, Kyle Corver from three. Timeout. 47-17, Eric Spolstra is appealing to the league to see whether or not we have to play all 48 tonight. Those three things that you mentioned, that last one changes every now and then. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Those first two are obvious, but the last one changes. That one just depends what we want. <laughs> Jazz by 30 on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. The state of Utah, the city of Salt Lake, the Jazz are all yours. This team wouldn't be here still if it wasn't for Mr. Miller. The general feeling we had was that if we didn't come forward and buy the team, that it was not able to survive economically. And that's what led to my comment that I made to my wife driving down the freeway that one night that the Jazz can't leave Utah. Fifty years from today, if a grandfather is walking down South Temple with his grandson. And the little boy sees something that prompts him to ask, Grandpa, who was Larry H. Miller? What would you want the answer to be? Simply, he was a man who loved Utah. Larry H. Miller. Boy. Jazz putting on performance would make him proud. They're up 47-17, to and Miami turns it over again. Ingles driving, loses the ball. Cephalosha can't get it. Larry H. Miller, 40 years of jazz basketball, still miss him every day. 1979. Winslow working left side. Dante reaches in, knocks away. Winslow recovers, tries to go up, and misses at the rim. Rebound favors. Winslow, who was thought to be an elite athlete, is not a good rim finisher, which makes you wonder whether he really is an elite athlete. Backdoor cut. Cephalosha can't handle the pass from Corbett. Goes out of bounds. Good idea. 47 to 17. Miami's been on the road for a little while. They started in Phoenix on December 7th. They won because that's what people do against Phoenix, unfortunately. They then went and played a back end of a back to back in LA against the Clippers and won 121 98. They then got to stay in LA for four days and they lost to the Lakers 108 105 when Dwayne Wade and LeBron played one final time. And evidently, Pasta and Volters. Fatten them up last night. The Jazz are up 47-17. Now Dwayne Wade at 15 and 10 assists. LeBron James 28-12 rebounds. Winslow's been shooting 50% from three the last 10 games. Fires from the right side, no good. Here come the Jazz on the run. Sepalosha flares out right side. Rubio swings to Donovan. Donovan comes off a favors semi-pick. Gives to Rubio. Bounces to Derek. Derek lost it. Miami's hands defensively are much more active right now. Fouls on Bam out of Bayou, and that's all the way back to when Derek tried to catch it. A late whistle there from Mike Callahan. Winslow's father was a member of the University of Houston. Five slam a jamma. Came Elijah Wan. What was like? Clyde so Drexler. Dave Rose. Yeah. Dave Rose. Yeah. I don't forget him. He wasn't five slam a jamma. Michael Young. He, he was on the team. Yes. Ron. I have these, like, iconic teams that I remember from my youth. Mm-hmm. Who, like, well, you didn't have as, I mean, TV access. They had TV when you were a kid, right? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> black and white. Just not a check. Donovan in the lane, tries to float it up to Rudy, who's double teamed. Donovan could have gone all the way to the basket. He just misread the situation, and nobody corrals that one. It comes down to Miami. Bayam out of Bayou inside, going at Gobert. Ball fakes, puts a shoulder into him, then goes up over him and misses that rebound to Rubio. Ron, I was on the air today with uh, Jake and Gordon on 1280 The Zone. Donovan catch and shoot three, too long. Long rebound comes back to Rubio. He maintains it. Swirls out to the far side. Now straightens up. Nobody's with him. He spun somebody around, but Rubio misses the shot. Then the Jazz are cooling off a little bit, now having hit 17 to 27. Driving the other way. Cut off by Corver and fouled by Corver. But anyway, I was on with Jake and uh, Gordon today. And they were talking about Rube Gobert's lack of defense. And I finally just kind of said, you know what, we got to go back. we got to, like, factually, because Chris Mannix, who's an NBA national expert, mm-hmm. which means he might have watched five minutes of the Jazz. Um, just kidding. I like Chris. Um, free throw by Magruder's no good. Saying that, well, Rudy's defense isn't as good this year. I went and looked it up. You know what? He allows about 7% less shots at the rim than when he's off the floor. Like, people just don't go there. And sure, when they go there, they're scoring a little better. But the only people that are are trying to even go there anymore are guys who know how to try to finish inside. His impact is still mammoth defense. That's what, I guess, okay, we'll use Gordon, those guys, as, as an example here. Because... If, if people are reluctant to go there, that's like protecting the rim. Right. Or if they dribble into the paint, stop, and, and try to shoot a... Tyler look. Johnson passes out of the paint where he had a layup. Back out to yeah, Abayu. That's a perfect example right there. Left side, Johnson now shoots a three. It's a short ball on the ground, loose ball, and Corver couldn't bend down for it, and a foul is called on Kyle. Got a foul committed by Kyle Corver. So, and getting back to what we were talking about, that, that's just like protecting the rim. I mean, that is just doing his job. Now, he's averaging about two block shots a game. And, and the DeAndre Jordan, Whiteside, they're just averaging under four. So, they're averaging about one more block shot of ballgame than, than Rudy, but no one's going to challenge Rudy as much. Now, for whatever reason, the lineup of Favors and Gobert together is not defending the way it did last year. Last year was 96 point. 96.5 points per 100 possessions. Mm-hmm. This year it's 106. Okay. So that's what we've got to figure out as a team. Richardson left side takes a three over Donovan and hits. That was a tough, tough look. 47 to 20 Utah. Jazz have gotten a little turnover sloppy here. Miami's in a zone trying to change things up. Left side Donovan drives to the baseline. Calmly brings it back to Crowder. Nicely done. Rotates to Corver. Deep three right side. No good. Jazz are 5 of 9 from 3. That's Kyle's first miss. Here comes Bam out of Bayou attacking Gobert. Lost the ball at the bottom of the glass. It ricochets down off the head of Gobert and out of bounds. And the fans and down there on that end think they missed another one. Well, I think it might have been an offensive foul. Ball hit. Well, I can't tell. Yeah, I think it was off the quarter. The only question is whether Adebayo would actually reestablish the inbounds when he touched the ball. Pick and roll, Magruder. Gobert out to it. They try to lob up to Adebayo. Corver got into his legs and fouled him. So this was the, earlier tonight I said there were two things in shoot-around that I 
really was interested and I never got to the second one. The second one was the idea, and Quinn kind of alluded to this in the coaches' show, that they had to communicate early on all of their switches and pick and rolls because it allowed the smaller guy to get into the legs and in position on their big guys to defend rebounding. Tyler Johnson tries to attack Gobert, reverse side layup, no good. Rebound comes out, Donovan has it. Jazz by 27, Corver trailing, Corver firing, Corver hitting. Jazz by 30, 50 to 20. left. Second quarter. Richardson. Free throw line jumper is good. Josh Richardson's their leading scorer. Second round draft pick out of Tennessee. Father of the Oklahoma City firefighter. How about his mother? A lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Air Force. Okay, yes ma'am. Donovan, corner three, fires it up and in. I bet he had to say yes, man. Seven of 11 from three tonight for the Utah Jazz. They did not shoot well against Miami. It's kind of the reverse effect of the San Antonio game, right? We shot brilliantly against San Antonio here and then not as well on the road as Richardson launches another one and hits and Gwynn wants a timeout. Jazz 53, Miami 25. Timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. I didn't hear it right. I thought they were honoring Ron Boone. <laughs> Ron Thorne and his lovely wife have been season ticket holders since 1979. And poor Ron Thorne looks a little bit too much like Dan Roberts. I wonder. Yeah, Dan, Roberts, like Dan Roberts. Well, Dan Roberts' father lives down in St. George as a member of Bloomington Country Club oh. down there. Really living the life, huh? Like the Roberts son. Yeah. To Jeremy? Jeremy Roberts? Jeremy right? is, uh, yeah. is, is um, Dan's son. Yes. I got it right, don't I? Yeah, I always like Jeremy it. when he was over at Homestead. He's now doing some really exciting things. I, don't, I can't recall exactly. So Jeremy, send me an email and tell me what you're doing. Yeah. Jazz are up 28, 53-25. I hope you're having a wonderful night. Thanks for joining us. Here's Donovan on the right side, and he jumped into his move a little too early and traveled. Donovan Mitchell tonight, 4 of 7, 9 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists, playing against the Miami Heat. Miami. We set the lineup for you. The Jazz have Donovan and Rubio with Crowder, Ingles, and Gobert. That's who the Jazz started with tonight. Miami has Richardson, Tyler, Johnson, Magruder, James Johnson, and Bam Adebayo. And that's who they started with tonight. James, Josh Richardson's feeling it right now. Fires a three on the right side. No good. He leads all scores with 10. Jazz have 53 points and only have one player in double figures. That's Kyle Corbin. Crowder driving into the body of Tyler Johnson the foul. They're going to say he's shooting. I'm a little upset with my guy, Tyler Johnson. No, they're not. I'm a Tyler Johnson fan. I'm not sure I love his $19 million contract. But he's always been one of my kind of... In fact, when I tweeted out my 10 things that are going to happen this season, one of them was a list of players who you would think of differently at the end of the season in a better way. And Tyler Johnson was on my list. And I would say through 26 games this year, that's not true. Fresno State product, undrafted, same school as George. Paul George? Paul George, yes. Rubio just banged knees with Richardson. Is moving a little slowly. Jazz are already without Howell Neto. Crowder, a pick and roll with Gobert, gives it over to Rubio. Misses the shot, hobbles back the other way. Ricky's just one for three tonight. Jazz lead at 53-25. to 
They started out on a quick surge. A 13-0 run before Miami scored. Johnson driving to the window and a foul on the Jazz. Then it was 22-4. Then it was 40-5. And then the Jazz took a 30-point lead. At I believe 40. To check that. The first 30-point lead was at 47-17. Is that right? So they scored 13 points here in eight minutes. This game has slowed down a little yeah. bit now. Lost a little bit of its zest. Something about being up 30 will do that too. So Ron, we were talking about great old classic games. Five slam a jamma because Justice Winslow's dad was there. Do you have like games you remember as like an eight, nine, ten-year-old, seven-year-old, six-year-old kid? That, like are those games that are forever kind of etched in your memory? When I was a kid? Yeah. You know, David, um, all I remember is this, is Saturday morning back basketball. Back cut Rubio, kicks out to Ingles, right side, three off the back handle. Saturday night basketball. Saturday morning basketball. Really? Saturday yes. morning? Saturday morning, yes. And, and was and that college or what was no, it? this is elementary school. Oh, okay. These are your games were etched in your Right, memory. because see, it was just basketball to us back then. We were, I grew up in an era where baseball was our number one sport. Okay. So it was, if you want to hear baseball stories, we have some of those. So No hitters and all of this kind of stuff. So we like where I remember vividly the Magic Johnson-Larry Bird game when I was nine. I yes. remember five slam a jam. I remember Thurl and NC State, frankly. Um, and Ed Pinkney and Villanova. I remember watching the Seattle Supersonics with Gus Williams and Joe, John Jackson, Joe Jack, Joe, John Jeff, JJ. Ron Jackson. JJ. JJ, John Johnson. John Johnson. Yes. Green Eyes. Gus Williams, Jack Sigma, Lonnie Shelton going up against the Washington Bullets of Elvin Hayes, Bobby Dangerfield, Wes Unseld, Kevin Porter at the point guard in a great rematch of the 77 NBA Finals. Ingles left side three, no good. Joe slides to one for four today. Pass Brian Russell for third all time. So do you, you don't have those like me- iconic five slam a jamma man like that was everything. Richardson lobbing up Donovan slides underneath out of Bayou goes out of bounds off the heat. Now that that was something they worked on this mo- this morning. You see when Rudy picked up Donovan's uh, Donovan's man. Donovan quickly got in front of Rudy of Rudy's man, and they had to throw it over the top there, and was unable to complete it. David Locke quickly goes to a search of the greatest 1950s sports athletes to bring Ron Boone into the conversation. 60s, 60s, 60s. You were born in 47. 46. 46, so I need 50. Basketball had just started in 46. So you're like Mickey Mantle, Hank Aaron, Jim Brown. There we go. Willie Mays, Duke Snyder. Baseball. Were you in the New York debate? Yeah, my brother was was a St. I'm a St. Louis Cardinal fan. Oh, we're talking about Dizzy Dean and Daffy Dean. Oh, wait, those were in the 30s. And boy, you had a ripple. (laughs) I think that was a one-minute timeout, wasn't it? I hope, or else we're in a lot of trouble. Okay. Uh, Bob Bob Gibson's Gibson's not until 60, the 60s. Bob Gibson. You're 20 by then. Is the reason that I'm a St. Louis Cardinal fan. All right, Same high school. I used to bat boy for his father, his brother, his uncle, his brother that coached... um, semi-pro baseball and my brother played for him and all that kind of stuff you know so baseball was our number one do you sport. remember rocky marciano i remember <laughs> come on david <laughs> that was like mid 50s you were like eight nine years old i remember rocky marciano 
As a matter of fact, David, Friday night fights used to come on every Friday night, sponsored by Pat's Blue Ribbon. Oh, and we well, used to get up and box. Talk about a sponsorship working. <laughs> we used to get up and box in between rounds, me and my brother. Now, you were talking about that little TV yeah. earlier. We had a television, but in order to get color, there was a, this little screen that was green and uh, red and a, can't yeah. the, that you could put no over way, the screen and, to get color oh, television. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> that's awesome. Did everybody in the neighborhood come over because you had that little screen? <laughs> My mother didn't have one all that, no. Stay home. Ingles gives over to Donovan. Catch and shoot three for the left side. It's too long. Rebound comes on out to Winslow. Rudy... But Rubio cuts him off nicely. Jazz matchup. Transition defense often the key for the Jazz. Winslow driving the basket. Rejected off the glass by Gobert. Grabbed by Gobert. Outlets to Rubio on the near side. Rubio surveys the scene. Looking for Gobert. They cut off that pass. It goes to Crowder right side. Crowder behind the back. Now trying to go back down to Gobert again. They can't get it there. They're so obsessed trying to get the ball to Gobert for the dunk. To reward him that they couldn't get anything going. Finally, Ingles is fouled down low. Do you remember the Philadelphia A's moving to Kansas City? I don't remember the Philadelphia A's moving to Kansas City, no. Because that's kind of near Omaha, isn't it? Yes, about 250 miles, as a matter of fact. So you were not clued to the legendary Minneapolis Lakers regaining their NBA crown against the Syracuse Nationals in a game 7-87-80? We knew of those teams. We we played baseball, and we, we would go to basketball games in our baseball uniform sometimes. All right. Baseball was it. So I should really... Bob be- Boozer was probably the closest oh. to us growing up with basketball, who was Olympian. So do you championship re- with the Milwaukee Bucks in 1971. Do you remember the 1957 home run by Hank Aaron that knocked the St. Louis Cardinals out of the playoffs? No. Okay, That was in the 11th inning. Legendary Hank Aaron home run. I just read about it like right now. Don't, don't, think, don't think I should have top hand. 54-30, second quarter, two minutes left. Jazz up by 24. Hope you're having fun. We are. Ingles, low pick and roll with Gobert. Stops at the elbow. Flares it out left side to Crowder. Crowder bounces to Gobert. Gobert trying to dispatch it back to Ingles. Instead goes to Crowder, takes a contested three, and rattles it home while he ends up in the lap of the guy in the front seat. He says, goodbye, I'll take that three points, put in my back pocket, because I got eight running tonight. He's spent a lot of time in the stands lately. 56-30. James Johnson, who's bigger and stronger than Rubio, driving, but he runs into Gobert, and an offensive foul is a kick, Rudy, right in the middle of his um, anatomy. You know, that, that type of a foul, players know what they're doing when they keep that knee high. And I'm going to name a player that used to do that on purpose and dare you to take another charge. Are you talking about Carmelo? I'm talking about George McGinnis. <laughs> and well, Carmelo later. But George McGinnis used to do it on purpose and dare you to do it again. I mean, he would go right through you because he's just, he didn't want guys taking charges, you know. Rubio tries to get it to go bare. Bam out of Bayou steals it. Brings up the front court himself. Ingles knocks it away. James Johnson got that charge a moment ago. Flares back to Richardson. 56-30, Jazz by 26. Richardson, their leading scorer, takes a left-hand dribble to the baseline, flares it inside to Justice Winslow, steps back for a 15-footer and scores. He had the ball at 5 feet. Gobert was on him. He retreat dribbled for 10 feet till he found enough airspace to throw up a high arcer over Rudy and in. And there's an example of being a rim protector without even blocking a shot. Jazz will play two for one here, get the clock down to about 30 and then go. A little earlier than that, we'll try to shoot at 30. Gobert comes up, sets the pick. Donovan rises, fires, swish! 
Three ball, Donovan Mitchell, Jazz by 27. Donovan's got 12 now to lead all scorers. Dwayne Wade played nine minutes in the first half. Jazz by 27 as Richardson will work the top. He's got 11 points. Calls for the pick from Adebayo. They force him to the left. He wants to snake him. Jazz will allow it up. Play to the basket. No. And Gobert fouls him. Whoa. Got him in the body. Down low. Did he really? Yep. Watch it. That, you think that's a foul? Well, it's, 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 he did touch him. A lot of contact. Really interesting night in the NBA tonight, Ron. As Adebayo's free throw is good. Milwaukee goes into Indiana. What do you think would happen? No fair. Can't look. What's your thought on that one? Milwaukee goes into Indiana. Pretty big game in the Eastern Conference, right? Yes. And gets blown off the floor. Indiana blows him off the floor. 113-97. 25 for Thaddeus Young, 23 for Miles Turner, 12 for Doug McDermott, 16 for Bagnanovich. Here's Donovan, five seconds left in the quarter, driving, loses the basketball, turns it over. James Johnson will throw up a half court shot and miss. Now, Milwaukee's, that's the 11th road game of the year, and their we record going into tonight's game, 18 and 8. So things will start to turn around for a lot of these teams. That are I actually do a podcast with the Washington Post national writer Ben Golliver tomorrow on Locked on NBA. We actually recorded it today for tomorrow, and I say that about Milwaukee. I don't mean to put cold water on their start, but a little suspect in some regards. The Jazz right now lead at 59-33. They're reviewing Ky- uh, Corey, Corey, not uh, Jay Crowder's three on the far side of whether he had his toe on the line. And I think he's all right this time, but you know Jay's got big feet. 59-33, we're at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz leads 60-33. Ron Boone, what's wrong with the offense? We only scored 20 points in the second yeah, quarter. I don't know what's going on here. You know, you score 40 and then you... Then you get don't score half the amount of points you scored in the first quarter. Absolutely. All right. Miami will bring make this close again. I want to promise you that. I don't know how close. My guess would be about 12 at some point. Tyler Johnson, three no good. Rebound Gobert. Why do I say that? Because when you're blowing somebody out, which is what the Jazz are doing at 27 and a half, the not good programs, everyone will get selfish and play for their shots. Ingles gets it knocked away. Gobert tries to back flip it over to Rubio, he's fouled. Ron, here's my theory on this. Teams that aren't, you know, don't have the DNA of the Miami Heat will come out and they will play selfish one-on-one basketball down 27. Everybody will go get theirs. Miami's not, that's not, too, that's not who Miami and Eric Spolster is. Donovan driving hard right hand and no Gobert's foul on the rebound. Miami's going to come out, they're going to play their system, they're going to do defensively, because with Eric Spolster as your head coach and Pat Riley as your GM, if you don't do that, there's a long-term ramification to that. So I would suspect, just the way the flow of basketball, this game gets to 12-14 at some point, then hopefully the Jazz take it, plug back in, take it back to 18-22. Yeah. Third quarters, when you have a blowout, is usually, regardless of how the coach or the things he says at the half, just don't come out with that kind of energy. They were on their phones. They're reading Instagram. They're not listening to Coach Halftime on 27. 
That's not true. Well, we'll Ricky see what Rubio made drive through the middle. A nice little scoop layup for Ricky's two of four tonight. Backdoor cut. Rubio with a steal. Rubio. He's got a guy on each corner. Brings to the front court. Swoops underneath to Mitchell. Mitchell pulls for a mid-range jumper. It's no good. And bam out of Bayou. Why does he need bam, Ron? Well, it's favorite cartoon when he was young was the Flintstone. And they start calling him Bam Bam. Bam 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 Bam. Yeah. We could have fun with that if we were his if he was on our team. He's 6'10, 7-1 wingspan out of the University of Kentucky. His name's Bam out of Bayou. His real name is Edris. Fernie Bam out of Bayou. So if your first name is Ed Rice, Edris, you're going by Bam. So you can tell me it's all about the Flintstones and all, Ron. But I'm telling you it's because his parents made a mistake. Called him Edris. I heard that his mom at one years old was watching the Flintstones and he flipped over the coffee table and they, like Bam Bam Rumble, Rumble or whatever his name was in the show, and that's where it came from. That's what Wikipedia told me. I don't know if that's true because it's in Wikipedia. Did you watch the Flintstones? Ah, of course I Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Bam, bam at the rim for two, and it's 62-35. Jazz lead it. They led this game 13-0, 22-4, at the end of the second quarter. They led by 33 at the half. Gobert coming down the right side. Block, blocked, and we'll have a jump ball by Bam, bam. Rudy gets hit in the face there as well. Well, Bam, right on top of that, too. It wasn't like... Uh, he was dead on top of it. You listen to the Wes Goldberg and David Rommel from Lockdown Heat, and they love Bam out of Bayou. That is, when you ask them all these guys, that's their piece. They think that's the most important piece they have in this franchise. Josh Richardson closely behind, and Justice Winslow beginning to play a little bit better. Jump ball, tapped back, but controlled by nobody. Goes out of bounds off Rudy. Arena's pretty dead right now. Everybody's well, in the Toyota Club getting was... their brownies, desserts. Everybody else getting their beers, ice cream. The only arena in the NBA where the ice cream line is longer than the beer line. Rebound comes down to Rudy Gobert. Right side, Rubio. Jazz lead at 62-35. Ingles on the far side. Cross Brian Russell for third all-time on the Jazz three-point list tonight. Drives it left hand, ladles it up. Blocked by Bam. Bam out of Bayou having a nice quarter. Yeah, Richardson to the front court. Driving at Donovan. Comes off an out of Bayou pick. Stops for a mid-range jumper. No good. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. Jazz are doing a great job on the defensive glass tonight. Crossover. Donovan spins Richardson around. Lays it up and in. And Richardson fouls him. Oh, Josh Richardson has no shoes, no shirt, and no service right now. And plus, he got a foul with that as well. Completely Woo. turned him around. Speaking of cartoons, you ever seen the Coyote in the Roadrunner cartoon? Oh, absolutely. Josh Richardson, hello. <laughs> Poor Coyote. Donovan at the line. What's he shooting the free throw line this year, Ron? You know, he, he's down this year. Um, I know last year he had a, he thought he had a pretty good year. Ended up with about 81%. And he was up at about 86% at, at one time. And this year he's at 80 81%. Oh, right on. Yeah, right on. Jazz back by 30, 65-35. Great schedule of NBA games we'll get to talk about as well tonight. Richardson misses again. Rebound Rubio. 
There are nine teams in the NBA that are more than three games below 500. Miami, one of them at four. The Jazz have only played two games of their 28 against those teams. Jazz look really good against one of those teams tonight. Donovan, elbow jumper up and in. Utah by 32. 67-35. Here's Tyler Johnson driving the baseline. Skidding with his feet. Gives it out to Adebayos. It's a moving pick on Donovan. Donovan on his seat. Clapping and loving it. And a foul on Adebayos. Donovan, by the way, has 17 points. 67-35. 8.25 left in the third. You know what this is tonight? What? Glendale. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Rubio. Yeah, we, we got to we go there. This is Rubio gets that. the rebound. Out to Crowder. Left side three. No good. Long rebound. Pulled out by Magruder. Pass into the post. Ingles overplaying. Knocks it out of, out of Bayou's hands. He's got to come out and gaze. Now outside the three-point line. He drives. Ingles reaches from behind. Knocks it all the way cross court to Richardson. Top to Johnson. Tyler for three. Good. First field goal of the night for Tyler Johnson. Said by the guy who says he likes Tyler Johnson. Not his $19 million contract Miami had to match. Rubio driving to the window. Bounces around to wrap around to the defense to go bear. And he's fouled to get free throws. Ooh, 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden, inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Let's find out who rang that 30-point bell while Rudy Gobert shoots two free throws. Pick and roll with Davis. Davis rolls, catches, step back jumper off the right side of the paint. Score it and one. That is a tough, tough, cold make. And in that one, there's a minute left, and New Orleans leads Oklahoma City 114-109. I may or may not say on a podcast tomorrow that Anthony Davis leaves me with wanting more every night. He has 42 and 18 right now. I'm going to regret those comments. Rudy Gobert makes both free throws. Well, his numbers just come so easy. You, you, you watch one of his games, and, and it's just you just know that those numbers are going to be there. I actually think, I, I 100% agree with you, Ron. I actually think it is too easy for Anthony Davis. Watching him play, he does not do the little things you need to do to win games. We watched it together, right? That yeah. Memphis game. Yes. And he doesn't do them. And it's because it's so easy. Okay, let me ask Richardson you Richardson misses. Gobert. Rebound. Jazz up 30 here in the third. Donovan weaving in the lane. Back out to Rubio. Holds over his head. Ball fakes once, twice. Still holding. Now retreats with the dribble. Chest at cross court to Donovan. Catch and shoot. Corner three. No. Donovan wanted a foul call. Didn't get it. What were you going to ask me, Ron? I forgot now. Okay. I had something I forgot, too. If that makes you feel like that, don't worry. It's not old age. Left corner three is good for 68-41. Jazz by 27. New Orleans, that's a great win if they can get it tonight. Oklahoma City has not played a lot of good teams this year. Now, what I was going to ask you was about Anthony Davis. Yes. How good is he? Great. Could be... So I think he's top 10 talent great. And to be top 5 winning great, he's going to have to start paying attention to the details. I think that's my point. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. 68-41, Jazz by 27 on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. 
Gobert comes up, sets the pick. Donovan rises, fires, swish! Three ball, Donovan Mitchell, Jazz by 27. Jazz player spotlight brought to you by WCF Insurance. Donovan Mitchell leading the way for the Jazz. WCF Insurance, remind you to be careful out there. Kyle Korver driving on the right side. Flares it into Grudy Gobert and dunks. This may have been a bigger adjustment for Kyle Korver than we thought about. He really was just a spot-up shooter. Yeah, for the last couple and of years. And all of a sudden, we're asking him to play with a hand, with the ball in his hands, drive, dish, take mid-range shots, do a lot of different things right now. Driving at Corver's Magruder, fades back, scores, and a foul on Kyle. But offensively, he said he wanted to be more of a complete player and is glad to get into an offense where they do move the basketball. And so you know what the kind of role he was playing there in Cleveland. I think it might take a minute or two to get used to that. Well, just get back into it anyway. You know, he's always been a, a player that he didn't stand still. Right. And then he goes to Cleveland, and just like he's, he's, he's has a certain area that he has to stay in to get open looks. Recruiter completes the three-point play. Rubio, Mitchell, Corver, Gobert, and Crowder. Jazz trying to figure out how to best use Corver, so a little bit of a different group for him here. Rubio comes off the handoff, passes the corner to Corver, top to Gobert. Crowder came to get the ball. Now hands to Corver. Double stagger pick. Fires the three. Got it. I just watched Kyle that whole possession because we were talking about it. It was really cool. He doesn't stand still. No. I mean, he, he, he loves to move without the basketball. And he's trying to figure out where to go. You can see he knows spacing, and we play a lot of just read spacing. Yeah, you, you notice on that possession, he started there and... and James Johnson fouled by Gobert. He started up, and, and, and he saw that Jay didn't move, so he went back. And then he retreated and came back to get the open shot. And then he ran to the ball, and Jay ran to the ball, and he was thinking that Jay probably shouldn't have run to the ball. He wanted it. Jay realized that was the case, gave it right back to him. All right, two free throws for James Johnson. It's an incredible night of games in the NBA. Interesting one, Eastern Conference, Pistons and the Hornets. It's 14.7 seconds left. Hornets have the ball. I don't have the score, but I think it's a close one, or else we wouldn't be heading out there. Let's go to it. 14.7 seconds to go. 106-104 Charlotte, and Langston Galloway will head to the free throw line, and he hits the first one. Neither team has a timeout. This is the biggie right here. On the way, good. Tied up, 106-106. Charlotte can win it on this possession. Kimball Walker across the timeline. Eight seconds, seven seconds. Walker still near midcourt. Crossover, drive and a kick. Mishandled, forced up by Lamb, and he hits it. Man, Jeremy Lamb for the win. Wow, Jeremy Lamb gets Charlotte the win over Detroit. Lamb was 4 of 13 tonight. Charlotte with a big win in an Eastern Conference battle. The Eastern Conference is really settling in. The top five teams, Charlotte, Washington, 6-7, Miami. Some others will battle for eight. Here's Rudy Gobert at the top. Splits a double team. Driving to the basket. He's hogtied before he can go do damage at the rim. He'll get two free throws. Boy, if that's on Tyler. Oh, James Johnson. Johnson. James Johnson was going to not let Rudy So you think, you think the Eastern Conference is starting to separate themselves? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you look at the standings right yeah. now, Toronto's way better than everybody else. The Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Indiana, and Boston are all interchangeable. Charlotte, with that win, moves into six. Detroit, seven. Orlando is eight. Miami is ninth in the East. Washington is tenth. Do they ever get it back together? They've lost three in a row. Brooklyn, despite the Chris LeVert injury, is 11th. They're also 11 and eight. Play Orlando in Oklahoma City on Saturday. 
It's our next stop. And then back to Houston on Monday because we live in Texas. Donovan with a steal in front of Wade to the basket. At Wade, scores over Wade. Donovan Mitchell. 78-47. Jazz have not relented at all. Olenek misses the three. Korver rebounds. Dwayne Wade back in the game. Final game in Salt Lake City. Favors. Drives. Flares it out to the wing to Rubio. Deflected by Wade. Right to Rubio. Pulls into mid-range and missed it. They go over the back of Gobert for the rebound and come back the other way. Here's Wade. Once scored 50 points in a triple overtime game against the Jazz. Had another game of over 50. Fade away from the baseline. No good. Rebound Gobert. Almost felt like the arena wanted him to make that one. 42 was just 2014. Driving. Gobert steps by James Johnson and dunks it. Woohoo! Rudy Gobert with the Euro step. Wee wee, son! Time out. Jazz by 33, 80 to 47 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz leading 80 to 47. They have not relented yet. Ron, someone has tweeted Utah Jazz Arena is the only place in the NBA where the ice cream line is longer than the beer line. They claim I said such a thing. Yeah, you did. So I should retweet that and say I was quoted accurately? Say you were quoted accurately, yes. (laughs) I did say that. Where's where's Thurl Bailey when I need him? Thurl's in the ice cream line. That's where he is. Jazz lead at 80 to 47. So fun to win. Right side, Tyler Johnson, three, no good. Gobert gets up for his 11th rebound of the night. Ron, what's the story tonight? Why are the Jazz so good tonight? Another double. Well, a couple of reasons. Moving the blast smart and making shots, and the heat is very shorthanded. Not as good as the Jazz tonight. So, Ron, are we playing Promontory Nicholas course or are we playing Rose Park tonight? We're playing Rose Park tonight. And what's so nice about playing Rose Park? You get healthy when you go play courses like that. You know, you just get healthy. And I heard you made those comments the other night on, on television. Channel 2, yes, yeah. I did. You didn't give me credit for that? That wasn't your line. That was my line. My line. I'll tell you about getting healthy and going playing. Are you think, Those kind of courses to get healthy when you thoughts, play golf, huh? You think your thoughts are just getting into my brain via osmosis? <laughs> like yours are getting into mine. <laughs> Water on the brain sometimes. <laughs> Too much time together. You know how long we've been on the road? You know what 18 of 22 nights on the road means? That means 18 of 20 days Rob Moon had to see me. How many days of those 18 did we not practice... I didn't go to practice one day, but then we went to dinner together that night. <laughs> it's when you called me Justine, I got a little worried. <laughs> 80 to 47. <laughs> oh, we can all giggle up 33. Dante to top to Ingles, left side to O'Neal, back to Joe's, got some airspace, fires the three, Whoa. switch. That was a Ron Boone. That was about 30 feet, you think? That was. Joe, two of five from three tonight, 10 points, five assists. Fading back, Winslow too hard off the glass, rebound Cephalosha. 
Out to Dante. No Howell Neto tonight for the Jazz. Left-hand dribble. Lob. Derek Favors will take this all the eggs. too easy. And all the bacon. Way too easy. So are you saying... Are you saying that it's actually become like Nibley Park? Not even Rose Park? <laughs> we playing a nine-holer today? No, we can't play nine-holers. With a bunch nine of par threes? Not any fun. Olenek with a beautiful turn jumper. Here's Thurl Bailey joining us. What's up? I gave you a homework assignment. Have you come prepared? Uh, yeah, I think so. Five best shooting guards of all time. My list, I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough question because there's a lot of great ones. I think you, Michael Jordan is number one. Absolutely not. No discussion needs to be had. Yeah, I've got, uh, got Jerry West in that group. That seems fair. Yeah, I've got, uh, I actually have. Eras get hard to compare at that point, but I'll go with Jerry West as number two considering his dominance. I actually have Dwayne Wade on that list. Yeah, I think so. And I, have, I think I might have Dwayne Wade ahead of Kobe. Uh, it's pretty close. I mean, Kobe was my next, but I think it's such a tough question. I came up with one that is one of my favorites of all time is Reggie Miller. Okay, I was going to ask you, Reggie Miller or Ray Allen? Uh, for me, Reggie Miller. Ray Allen was a pure shooter. I don't think you can go wrong with either one as much as I hated Reggie back then. Yeah. And seeing that was the argument there, the best two guard or the best shooting two guard. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference there. Uh, how about Both with clutch. Crystal Pete Maravich? Obviously, that's one of mine. Yeah, yeah, and he's in there too. What about Walt Frazier? You Who's know, the point guard? Guys Walt Frazier or Earl Monroe? Was no such thing back then. See, that makes it complicated, right? Yeah. yeah. So was was Oscar a true point uh, there guard? There we go. That was my next yeah. question. Yeah. That's. Because he's got to be on he's, almost he, every list. He was a, a two and a one. Yeah. He, he was six foot five, six foot six. Probably the back then one of the bigger guards in the league yeah, that most, rebounded and assist and scored. And most people who answer that question will kind of gravitate towards their era. We're, exactly. Dante Exum. X marks the spot. Jazz up 42. 92 to 50. Beautiful stroke by Dante Go, we'll go to that top five list in a second. Olenek draws a foul on Eagles. Ron, you had a conversation with Jeff Watkinson the other day about the work he's doing with Dante. Dante, what was, what was your the, the, take? The, with there's him? a few things, and I was surprised that they were so many things now. They're just trying to reinvent his game for the most part, starting with footwork, starting with uh, the catch and shoot, you know, because now he's just strictly a, a spot-up three-point, not three, it's a spot-up shooter for the most part. And then the layups, David. I know you. you we, we talked about how good the layups are, but you also brought up that he doesn't finish as well as we think. You know, he gets and, to the rim at an, a great rate with that yeah. speed. And, and they're trying to help him improve on on that and and use his speed when he when it's going to help him the most. But you know, just being under control. I mean, it, it's amazing. The things that they think that he needs to work on. Zephalosha drives, misses at the buzzer, and the Jazz lead it by 39, heading for Thurl. If you'd like to continue the shooting guard conversation, you're welcome to stay with us to open the fourth. I do need to pay bills right now. If you're not staying with us, we still adore you. Hey, I appreciate it. And I can't stay with you this right. time, but listen. I understand. I know. Booner, okay. whatever Booner says is right. ESPN rank, by the way, did a top 10 shooting guards a few years ago. They had Earl Monroe on the list, not Walt Frazier as a shooting guard. All right, if we're going to wrap that conversation, we'll be late coming back. Here's what ESPN 
ranked them a few years ago. Michael won Kobe two, Jerry West three, Dwayne Wade four, Clyde Drexler five. Thurl. Ron Boone should be embarrassed about what's about to happen here in a moment. Uh-oh. Because he did not represent his own people. Allen Iverson sixth. So then that helps Harpering. Seventh, George Kervin. The Iceman. Uh, There's a little ABA love right there. No, he didn't. Ray Allen eight. Reggie Miller nine. So they took Ray above Reggie Earl Monroe ten. Thurl, you're the best. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. Jazz are pretty good tonight, too. 39-point lead as we head to the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Fourth quarter underway. Kyle Corvers hit a three. Miami's answered. Jazz lead it by 42. Royce O'Neal fouls Justice Winslow. 95-53 Jazz by 42. All right, Ron Boone, I'm going into my bag of tricks, my big top hat. I'm opening it up. I'm pulling out something magical. I got a great little note for you. All right. I don't think it's going to carry us for 12 minutes, but it's going to carry us for a little while. In the last two years, yes, the Utah Jazz have played the least amount of clutch minutes, games within five points with five minutes left of any team in the NBA. Okay. Why? Oh, wait a sec. Major, major moment here in the arena. The first free throw by Justice Winslow, no good. Chick-fil-A on the line, up 42. He missed it. You get a free sandwich. Even if you left early and you're driving home right now, take that ticket, you got a free sandwich. They don't know you left early. Kyle Corver, baseline airball. Thought he was fouled. Career 65% free throw shooter. Justice Winslow misses again. All right, I got two young men that are driving home right now, Will and Jack, both eighth graders. You cannot have your, I gave you the tickets tonight. You cannot give me your sandwich as Dante turns it over up top. Here comes Magruder the other way. Layup, good. You cannot give me get your free sandwich sandwich unless you can tell me what the chances are of a 65% free throw shooter missing both. Jack and Will, all other kids in the world, you can go get your free sandwich. But these two youngsters who came on my tickets tonight have to be able to tell me what the chances are. Now, I don't know if they got to their car in time to hear that. 97-55. Jazz lead it. Dwayne Wade left side three, which might be his final field goal in Salt Lake City. Wade was 0 for 7 on threes the other night against the Lakers. 97-58. So I told you I thought this would get close. I lied. Dante at the top. He's played 12 minutes tonight. Comes off a high pick and roll. (laughs) How about that lob, huh? The favors right through the rim and in. That's the second one we've seen this year. Grayson Allen has been playing with the D-League Stars a lot recently. Got a tee last night. Can't do that. You lose money in the G-League giving tees. Let's check in. We'll get an Epe Udo sighting tonight. Three from Magruder. Blocked by Cephalosha. Linick gets it underneath the rim and is fouled. Linick on the great young Canadian national team. Jazz lead it 99-58. 
Olenek at the line. Olenek, did I tell you his dad was a coach? No, you didn't. Mom, University of Toronto. His mom was uh, worked for the Rafters stat crew. Really? He goes with Gonzaga and 3.5 GPA and makes the NBA. Do you see Gonzaga's got a little historical thing going on this year? What's going on up there? They well, they were, were number, number one. one for they so lost long. to Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah. They will have the first ever Japanese first-round draft pick. Really? A kid from Japan. He was from Japan, from Tokyo. How big is this kid? He's about 6'10". Really? His father is not Japanese by by origin. That's the right. Is that the right way to say that? You understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You're... His mom is Japanese. Though, actually, take that back. His dad is Japanese. His dad is a Japanese citizen. His name is Japanese. But he was up the figure. He's from somewhere around there. It favors and Dante connect again. Nice layup. It favors his foul. So yeah, kind of cool. The international game. Think about that though. Think about how if this kid's good. Think about think about the endorsements and the fandom that he has as a Japanese player. Oh, in Japan for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's 99.59 if you're wondering. Rui Hachimura is his name. Six foot eight, 230 pounds. Six eight, 230. That's about, that's a pretty good body. Um, he looks like, he's got a great, like he, he's pretty good. He was born in Japan. His father is Beninese. And his mother is Japanese. Benin is of the official republic of Benin, formerly of Dahomey, is a country in the West Africa, bordered by Togo, west of Nigeria and to the east. Okay, Togo to the west and Nigeria to the east. A little African geography. I'm going to guess most of our listeners are not good at African geography because we're in America. And that's not our strength of necessarily knowing geography across the world. We're a little... Talk to Antonio centric. Lang. He could help us out. He's there. the best. Antonio yeah. Lang's an amazing story, if you don't know that. 100 to 61. Grayson Allen drives, jump stops. Bounces out to O'Neal. Ball fakes to the wing. Top or left corner to Dante. Caught it. Goes out of bounds. Antonio Lang, who's a jazz assistant coach, was went to Duke. Had a great career there. Got drafted by the Phoenix Suns, if I remember correctly. Played a little bit in Phoenix, tore his Achilles tendon, and realized, I'm done. Playing in America. So he went to Japan, because that's where he could get paid. Played in Japan and just loved it. And embraced the culture, very similar to Epe Udo in Turkey. And then started to learn the language. He said, it's really a lot easier to order food if you know what, you know you're, what you're ordering. Yeah. <laughs> Winslow drives to the rim. The first layup is good. It was very cool. I'm trying to remember where we were, and he was talking to uh, NBA Arena. Was that Dallas? Port? Maybe Dallas. Maybe so. Um, well, he took us. To, we went to dinner in Dallas at Uchi, which is one of the best Japanese restaurants in the country, and he ordered for us, and it was so great. Grayson takes a handoff from Udo, has an open look, missed it. Tabo far side, bumps backs on the offensive rebound, hooks it up, and short. 100 to 63. So Antonio goes to Japan, learns the language. That's a good story. Well, then he figures out, oh, listen, if I really know the language, I can coach. So then he coached in Japan for, I believe, seven years. Quite a while. So he is completely fluent, and he will play up the six foot nine Mobile, Alabama 
Japanese-speaking African-American. That is, he enjoys that. Freaked another one out. <laughs> he walks by someone who's Japanese, he'll speak Japanese to him every time. <laughs> oh, we spend a lot of time with a lot of great people. 166. Three ball. Ooh. By Jones, not good. Almost looked like he hurt his own hand shooting that one. Just grabbing and coming back the other way. Jazz got up on this game early. 13-0, then 22-4. They led 40-15. Allen, three left side. No. By the way, tomorrow, Little Caesars is giving you a free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through the Little Caesars app. And you'll receive a free, large, extra, most bestest pepperoni. Pizza using... Promo code Utah Jazz Win valid all participating Utah Little Caesars location mobile orders only. 100 to 66. League rules say we're obligated to play the next six, so we'll do it on the Jazz Radio Network. happening in the association it's nba now on the utah jazz radio network tie game with 21 seconds to go in the overtime Kyrie Irving out near half court pull up crazy deep oh, and he got it tonight in overtime on a Kyrie Irving dagger from way behind the three-point line the final score Boston 130 Washington 125 this is the third on purpose. Amir Johnson got the rebound and he puts it in. With four seconds to go, it's a three-point game. Kuruts inbounding. Throws a home run pass to Dudley. And the Nets hang on to win. 127-124 victory over the Sixers. To Westbrook who pops out, catches front court left. Seven, six, drives past the screen by George. Kicks it over to Brinas. Three for the win. It's off the rim, no good. Rebound, Solomon Hill. And the Pelicans win it. 118-114. to 114. Three great finishes late and a few others as well as Olenek travels here. This will not be a close finish. Utah 100, Miami 66. That was NBA Now. Brought to you by ARUP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients need a life-saving blood. Don't let another day go without helping someone that needs you right now. Just check out utahblood.org for where to donate. So Kyrie Irving goes nuts late. Boston holds off Washington and wins tonight. 130 to 125. Boston got outscored by Washington 38-29 and headed to overtime. But Kyrie tonight, 38 run. Marcus Morris, 27. Gordon Hayward did not play tonight. And Boston trying to get back there. 17 to 10 now. That means they won seven seven in a row. Grayson Allen, three right side. Swiss. 103-66. Jalen Brown didn't play either. John Wall tonight had 34 for Washington. So good fight by the Wizards, but they are 11-17. The other highlight you heard was from Brooklyn, who beat Oklahoma City the other night. Oh, no, lost Oklahoma City the other night. Beat Philadelphia tonight, 127-124. Jimmy Butler did not play in that game. 20 for Allen Crabb to lead Brooklyn. Epe Udo, right-hand jump hook, no good. So what did Embiid do? 33 and 17 for Embiid. He liked his roll tonight. They just didn't roll home with a win. And the New Orleans Pelicans, who felt like they were taking a standing eight count in a lot of trouble, playing a really tough schedule coming up here. 
beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 118-114 as the Thunder start to play good teams. We'll see how they hold up. They got a... George Niang drives the left side. Passes up top to O'Neal. He bullets a pass to Grayson. Ball fakes, attacks, swings it back out to Dante. Feet set, ball wet, splash. Dante Exum. You know what? These blowouts have been good for Dante. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anything like this when you can get your confidence up. Magruder three answers the other way. Anthony Davis tonight, 44-18, 2-2. Pretty mammoth night. 118-114. What happened to the Thunder defense tonight? Oh, Jazz turned it over. Dante threw one past George Niang. And Magruder will dunk. Boston's D, or New Orleans defense was a one, or offense one ten. What was the third highlight we saw, or we had? Charlotte beat Detroit tonight, 108-107. We already touched on that for you. Oh, let's go check our friends. Royce O'Neal, right corner three, missed it. Epeudo taps it up, no. 106-75 Utah. Let's go check in on our friends, Ron. Let's see how our friends play tonight. Rodney Hood tonight, 9 of 14. He had it stroking, 23 points for Rod. He was a minus 8, though, in the 7-point win. Alec Burks tonight did not have it rolling. He was 0 for 6. Had 7 rebounds, though. 2 assists. He was plus 1 in the 7-point win over the Knicks. Speaking of friends, Ennis Cantor. I don't know. Is he a friend? He yeah, didn't, he didn't leave as well. We, we're, we're forgiving and now calling him a friend. Oh, yes. You know, times, time heals all wounds. All right. Well, then our friend Dennis Cantor had 20 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists in that game. He's really having a great year. Always been a great rebound. And the big man rolling to the basket has become more important. Interesting score coming out of Sacramento. There are a lot of interesting games. I love this league right now. There's these December games that feel like they actually have an impact. Then you have to kind of go look and see who was tired and who wasn't, who's traveling, who's not. 106-75, Jazz with the lead here. Dante's been very good. Steps behind three-point line, sets up Grayson. Dante's got a linic. He goes through his legs, spins on him, goes up, fouled. And he'll get two free throws. How about this score? Halftime in Sacramento. King 63, Wolves 50. So, Feels like that one's a little bit of a litmus test. At some point, Sacramento keeps winning. We just got to give it to them. We'll talk about the rest of those. There's an interesting one going on in Golden State and NBA Finals preview tonight. That, when we come back, 2.34 left. 106-75 Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah 106, Miami 75. Jazz jumped out to a 13-0 run, 22-4, led 40-15 at the end of one, and good night, Roseanne. I don't know who Roseanne is. Good night, Irene. No, it's good night, Irene. Yeah. What is that from, Ron? <laughs> what is good no, night, it's Irene good night from? Get back Loretta, too, right? Is that <laughs> I don't with, know. Good night. With... Uh, yeah, it's Rolling, good night Sto- moon, Rolling Stones. Had get, yeah, Rolling Stones had something. I'm get back, Lou Retta or something. Yeah, I think so. How about Good Night Moon? I read that a lot when I was to my kids. 
by Margaret Wise. <laughs> I even knew that. That's bad. All right, Jazz 108-75. Ron, there's an NBA Finals preview tonight. What's the NBA Finals going to be this year? Uh, well. George Niang, three straight away is good. How did he do last night? I don't know. First of a three-game homestown for the Salt Lake Stars. Do we have a Stars report? Are we doing Stars reports still? Magruder working the left side. Fires and hits. He's going to be a free agent. They can't re-sign him. Pretty good little athlete. Someone will pay him. So they're through the first quarter of what I think is the NBA Finals preview. Ron didn't seem to bite. Grayson takes a deep three and airballs it. 31-22. Toronto leads the Warriors at the end of one. You know what's interesting about that, Ron? What's that? Kawhi Leonard is not playing. And it's 31-22 Toronto. Toronto has come out west and just crushed people. They were up 30 on the Lakers, 30 on the Clippers, 24 on us, 16 on the Kings. And now they're up 11 on the Warriors. I think that's a pretty good basketball team. I have seen three teams this year that I thought were just great, Ron. And Toronto's one of them, in person. Who have you seen that you thought was great this year? Donovan, left corner three, no good. Would you do me a favor next time Donovan shoots? Would you look at his feet for me? Donovan, not Dante. I mean, Grayson. Grayson. Next time Grayson shoots, look at his feet for him. 111-81. Out of Bayou, kicks it out to Jones. His three's no good, and O'Neal rebounds. Who have you seen this year on the 38 seconds left? So I don't know if they're going to let Grayson shoot just so we can look at his feet. Seems unlikely. And a foul, a travel in the end. 111-81. Jazz by 30. This one never got close. Well, I, I, the only team that I've really seen play the whole game is, is Toronto. I haven't seen, uh, in a, like Milwaukee, I have not seen 48 sure. minutes of basketball. In, no, in teams we've game. played this year. I feel like I've seen three teams I thought were really, really good this year. Well, Toronto obviously is the best. Yeah. Ellington three. I thought Oklahoma City looked great against us. Their I think defense Oklahoma's incredible. defense is going to take them a long way. So they, they can have bad shooting nights yeah. and still be in the ball game and give themselves a chance to win. And the other one, I thought Denver looked great. But we were awful that night. Scheduler got us on that one. Indiana looked good against us too, but hard to tell. Indiana beat Milwaukee 113-97. That's a final here. 111-84. The Jazz go wire to wire. Did the game ever, the game, can you find out for me the last time the game got, well, it never got inside 10. Like, the, it, once we got to 13-0, it never got inside 10, did it? And then I don't think it ever got inside 20 in the second half, and I'm not sure it ever got inside 30. Dante Exum was terrific, and he is with Tony Parks. Hey, thanks so much. Dante, your team tonight, they hit hard, they hit early, they hit often. How critical was the quality start, and how much of tonight is a reminder of what this team's capable of? Yeah, I, I think, you know, we played the last week in a, a game that we, we should have got, and uh, we just came out, you know, we we had to defend our home court. You know, that's something we're just trying to do, and we, we need to start doing so. Um, no, it was a good effort by us, and, you know, just to, once to get the lead, keep the lead, and that's what we're trying to do, and, you know, we still got a long way to go and, you know, where we're at, but 
uh, I have faith in this team and where we're going. You know the team's the most important thing, but quickly talk about your performance tonight and what are the things you're learning about when to make a play for yourself and for a teammate. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just, you know, reading. Uh, that's that's uh, all I can do, and i got to be out here to, to, to get that. You know, it's not reps. Um, in the gym, I should be out here trying to get as much as possible, and that's what I'm trying to do. So uh, it was good tonight. I just going to keep working. I'll be back in tomorrow. Dante, thanks so much, man. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, guys, that's Dante Exum. Back to Donovan you. and Wade did the jersey exchange again, and so now Dwayne Wade leaves the court, signing some autographs. I got a brief moment to talk to Dwayne today. Mm-hmm. He was. Nice, and Jazz were very, very here. Christian Kenny's with Donovan Mitchell. Can we take this? Might as well. Nope, we don't have the capability of taking our feet. All right. Because it's on the PA, so that's why I thought we could have taken it. My bad. Uh, Britton Johnson, Jake Scott joining us. Yes. Hello, Jake. Hi, guys. What Hi. a what a difference uh, in tonight as opposed to Monday night, huh? Totally different feel. You know what's really different about the two, the two nights? The temperature? Our opponent. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a big difference. I heard you and uh, Booner just talking about it. Oklahoma City, you're right. They are really, really good. And this was more the Miami team I think we expected to see last week, right? Hassan Whiteside is their wild card for them, and he's not usually wild. Um, he's usually a card. And <laughs> against us, he came to play the defensive player of the year and had the best game he's had all season, and that's what got us the last time. He obviously wasn't here tonight, but... I think also that just is a case of, you know, a little bit of teams gunning for us, and we got to be ready for it, and that's probably what we learned on that night. But. Aren't, aren't you grateful when you hear that, like, though? I mean, I, I don't know that you have to be grateful. I'm, I'll say the fans have got to be grateful for the effort that Rudy brings night in and night out. You know what I mean? The consistency. Not, the consistency. Yeah. Not, not re- just re- relying on his height, on, uh, you know, the shot blocking and whatnot, but the fact that, you know, I, I and I had teammates like that, David. They were they were either super fast and they took it for granted, and they didn't want to try hard. They just did it every once in a while. They were super big, long, athletic, whatever, and they didn't bring it every night. So I, I think that there's an appreciation there for Rudy that I personally am gaining uh, out of respect for the, his effort. Well, I think when you want to be good, you know, things like that happen. You you play hard. You you pay attention to. Uh, to details you try to improve every year and I think that was Rudy's goal I know I haven't talked to him this year I know last year uh, the conversations that we had I think we had before the uh, before the season started that was his goal I mean he wanted to be good he wanted to shoot over 70 percent from the free throw line he wanted to get better you know at, at a lot of things and end up being defensive player of the year haven't spoke to him this year but I don't I don't think the script has changed with him I think the burden of it has become a little heavier, frankly. And it's much harder. Point, I mean, yeah. Ron, you Good can point. probably speak to this more than, no offense, Britain, um, mm-hmm. than we can. Like, you were the unsung Idaho State. Nobody ever respected you. Came in. Then all of a sudden you were an all-star. Yeah. Like, how different was it for you to play as an all-star and suddenly with that expectation to live up to than it was to be the unsung seventh-round draft pick I'm here in the ABA to prove all of you I belong. Well, the, the, the big thing here is, is the fact that you know you're good. And then there's that measuring stick. You know, you, the basketball magazines and, and, and with all the players that, What's that the are magazine? the hype. That's a great point, see? <laughs> there's no such thing as those magazines anymore. You know? And I think my first introduction to uh, how good I, 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 I was was against a player named Tom Thacker. 
who was a great player out of Cincinnati, was drafted in the NBA and ABA, very, 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 very high draft pick. And I just, man, you know, that's when I knew that, you know, I belonged in the NBA, I mean, in, in professional basketball. And But there's always that measuring stick. I don't know if Rudy's had that or if he's had uh, a player that he's looked up to that he's had a chance to go against that, that gave him that edge. But, you know, that was my edge right there. I think what you're talking about, though, is that Rudy is now other people's measuring stick. That, that's a great point. Yeah. Great point. But I agree with you, Boone, too. Rudy in himself, there's so many areas he could gain or get better at, right, that he could he could go into every offseason, try to stretch a maybe a little face-up jumper, try to you know be more consistent on a hook shot, yeah. continue the free throws. I don't know that Rudy will ever get a jump shot that he'll get comfortable with. Don't you think he's a lot more adapt offensively with this little dribble and spin and Way coming more. off the handoff and coming? I mean, I think yeah. he's already added a great deal this year. What that, game was it? He good. crossed over at the top of the key and dunked down the middle. I can't remember who that was against, but boy, that was one heck of a move too. I think. Yeah, I, I think it was that. the call of the game too. Well, I, I think he was on the verge of doing it again tonight until James Johnson. Gra- tonight's was going to be the most impressive because it started twenty-four feet out. I'm glad you said that, David. I was going to say tonight's where he kind of split those two players and oh, then yeah. hit it with a euro step. I mean, that was that was something. Right. You know, that's not an easy move at all. And and yeah, it's too bad he got fouled on it. But uh, I'll tell you what, my my jaw dropped just a little bit. It's interesting. By the way, I just want to point out something. Like I'm just going to kind of. I'm just obviously this is my. Like Memphis just won again tonight. They're five and eleven. I mean, fifteen and eleven or sixteen and eleven now. Like we freaked out when we lost to Memphis. We might not have won to freak out. <laughs> I mean, they just and like we had a tough night scoring against them. And Marcus Hole is just—I don't know. I'm just looking across the scoreboard tonight, and it strikes me that Sacramento's up thirteen on Minnesota tonight maybe maybe that wasn't so stunning toronto beat us by 30 in this building they they won by 30 in la last night 130 against the, we're up by 30 against the lakers we're up by 25 against the kings like they're walking into everyone's building and crushing them hmm. i just i i wonder how many of these like i got it like we were we're third we're 14 and 15 and we all expected great things this year and a lot of it is I am honestly do not have any idea how good this basketball team is. I'm not as, as willing to not react to a bunch of that stuff. I'm not as willing to react to tonight either. But I'm looking at the scoreboard tonight, and, like, Indiana just beat Milwaukee by 16 yeah, the, tonight. The, the parity in the league, I, I think, has something to do with maybe the fact that when, when teams get up, you know, they stay up a, a, a lot of the times. It, it's, it's amazing that the, the – uh, teams like Sacramento is is is, is playing so well. Um, I, I just think the parity is, is, is definitely there for, especially in the Western Conference. Alright, here's my point. I'm going to say it much more succinctly than I should have. And then, Jake, you can have your show. <laughs> this is the talk show with me. Okay, we freaked out because we lost at home to the 22-7 and Raptors to the 18-10 and Indiana Pacers and to the 16 and 11 Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> right? Yes. Those we teams are pretty out. good. Might be really good. Why? Because we was out on home floor. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. I would also point out, by the way, that on the home floor, we have so far this year defeated the 17 and 10 Boston Celtics. The... Uh, where was the where was the other one I'm looking for? Who was the other 
Um, what's Dallas? Dallas is 14-11. You should beat them at home. But Dallas is pretty good. So, All right. Well, boys, uh, before we – well, I guess this is how we're going to say goodbye tonight. Adios, amigos. Travel <laughs> safe, huh? It'll be fun. We're there for like a whole – Hasta luego. We're there for like a whole 19 hours. <laughs> well, soak it in uh, in those 19 hours, I suppose. You bet. All right, guys. Thank you so much. See you.